traffic jams, tailgating, pile-ups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Speaking of moonshine shows, uh, and you compared it to Bobby Flay, another show I got into while we were in Boston was uh, the Great American Barbecue Competition. That sounds amazing. Um, first of all, this Boston trip, you know, I really couldn't work that much. Mm-hmm. Maybe I didn't feel like working. Maybe I was, it was like... It was a vacation. It was a vacation in every sense of the word because I allowed myself to watch a little bit of TV. Like, well, I'm, this isn't even my house. Um, kind of long story, but my sister-in-law has two apartments mm-hmm. over there. Long story. Can't get into why. Sure. But there's two. One of them was company. Y'all don't need to know everything, but we were staying in one of them. So that was like our Airbnb. Nice. And um, it's kind of like, all right, well, everybody ate dinner and the girls in their PJs, everybody showered, every, everybody's chilling. It's freezing outside. Like, there ain't shit else to do. You done looked at TikTok and Instagram all day. Like, what else is there to do? So it's like, fuck it. I'm going to watch this uh, Great American Barbecue competition. Very well done. Just from a production standpoint, I was just peeping like, okay, what location was this? It looked like somewhere in the middle of nowhere, Georgia or something. And uh, they had like these, like this uh, wooden gazebo looking things for each competitor. And you got all these different competitors like, uh, pit masters and just like cooks and chefs and barbecue type people and then when they fuck up and get kicked off like that's entertaining where it's like dude why did you do the sausage like that mm. like that ain't the right you know what i mean like it shouldn't even look right and you see them helping each other but it, it's it's fascinating man when like good feel good tv is done properly because yeah. it, it was kind of like all right you're not going to solve cancer or nothing, you know, with this show. It's just a feel good, pass the time. You know what I mean? It's not, it's It's mindless. Yeah. They're doing, they're not doing anything groundbreaking is what I'm trying to say. They're not, you know, solving any big thing. It's just kind of like, all right, this is Jimmy. He's from Louisiana and his specialty is, you know, I I make a good sausage or whatever. And it's like, dun, dun, dun. All right, guys, you're going to have to cook gator. You know, everyone open up your basket. Oh man, I ain't never cooked possum before. Or like just, random curveballs um are you ever are you much of a griller do you like to grill man i'm not good at it but uh i don't even think i have all the fucking necessary tools for the shit like grilling tools yeah and stuff. no i'm not either. i wouldn't mind getting into it dude same i just saw rogan posted uh, he made his first brisket in his traeger that mm. that grill that like is all like the wood pellet thing. the wood pellet and it's got the bluetooth fucking probe you can all see it from your phone you don't have to worry about the babysitting it exactly yeah. which a lot of pit masters are like that is what you're supposed to want to do it's like cheating exactly yeah. yeah like my brother likes to do it he's, he's a really good cook my dad's the same way and they make really good barbecue but you have to babysit it all fucking day which there's nothing wrong with that if you set aside the day like this Saturday, yeah. I'm gonna be out there. I'm gonna make a roast. I'm gonna make a brisket and, and sausages and the whole thing, and it comes out great. But the thought of just having this nice machine that's gonna mm-hmm. cook it to the perfect temperature, mm-hmm. you ain't gotta babysit it, go yeah. to the house, do other things, watch it on your phone, mm-hmm. and then you have a perfect product. I'm like, yeah, I'm game for that. Yeah, 
Absolutely. I feel like the stu- the next studio has to have a Traeger grill so we can just whip up a Traeger. Absolutely. Brisket while we're podcasting. And like a, a griddle just to you want to hook up some tacos or something or a badass some fucking, street tacos. Fucking country breakfast that were loud. Crack some man. Why you want your omelet player? So how did Rogan's brisket turn out? It looked phenomenal. And I told my brother about it last time I went to his place and he was cooking. I was like, hey, you ever use a Traeger? And he looked at me like I had just like spit on his shoes. Wow. I was like, well, relax, all right? Like Damn. He goes, I'm not using that. That bullshit cheating, you know, whatever, whatever. I was like, all right, all right. I hmm. want one. He didn't see any uh, merit or value. No. I hate, I say I hate, I'm jokingly, I hate some people that are that purist about shit like that. Yeah. I'm like, come on, man. It's, yeah. It might be better. It happens. It happens. We, we tend to become purists sometimes. I see it a lot of times in comedy where people are like, you know, you never, ever, absolutely under no circumstances, you know, wear shorts on stage. And then Fluffy made millions of dollars yeah. wearing shorts on stage. <laughs> there was literally a comedy book called don't wear shorts really on stage yeah it's almost basically like one of the rules quote unquote air quotes rules and it's supposed to be like a beginner's manual as to like you know eventually you want to get an agent and you know here's it's kind of outdated really because it's hard to learn the game from a book because the world is constantly changing for example you got somebody like javi luna and bryson brown who put out comedy albums and it's like this book is so dated, it probably doesn't walk you through the process of, mm-hmm. you know, now you need a dope cover and a cool title. Right. How are you going to promote it on social media? Mm-hmm. So, um, but anyway, people tend to become purists in certain things. Like whether you're talking uh, a merch line for, for the podcast, somebody might give you a perspective from like, well, in the fashion industry, you know, you would never release it like that. It had to be quarterly and you got to go with the trends and it has to be seasonal and da 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 versus like mm, really because i see youtubers and stuff they would just do a merch drop yeah and um stuff like that so rogan was one of the first people too that i remember hearing uh that he wore a long sleeve because he felt that if you had a bunch of tattoos it would be distracting and it would take away from your performance right and he was the first person i heard say that 10 12 years ago and I, slowly i started picking up on other comics that might have some tattoos you know sleeves or whatever saying the same thing not really feeling like they felt like that was true but because rogan said it, it was kind of like gospel and like they had to wear long sleeves make sure the tattoos are covered up again i don't know does it in my opinion it never made sense but if it makes you feel better on stage then yeah wear a long sleeve yeah feeling feeling confident in general it's half the battle in life in general like anybody that doesn't have this is to anybody's listening. If if you have like um like assess your confidence level, if if you know you're not at a ten, let's say you're at a seven, and you know that there's certain things or departments of your life that maybe you feel like you don't have control over or you're not really um, keeping up with, whether it's like you know can I afford a trainer right now or do I have time to go to the gym or whether it's like diet related or whether it's just other things that you feel could give you confidence. Confidence is so important that it's hard to even put a price on it. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because how you engage with the world, your energy level, your like mental health, just how efficient and effective you are in your job and you know whether as a parent or a husband, whatever it is. It's like you can't you can't say enough about confidence. I don't even know how we got on that subject. But that's that's like hella important. So 
you know, if you're just feeling down, you're feeling like, hmm, what, what is, let me assess my confidence level. It's like, what could I do? You know, whether it's just meditating or coming up with like, all right, we're going to start going to church every Sunday, step your faith up, uh, stay off social media. I've been feeling great. That's why I keep saying how much weed I'm smoking. Yeah. I've been feeling great these past little 24, 48 hours mm-hmm. when, I, when I first met, right? Like, <laughs> when I'm acting like it's been a week and shit. 24 hours? No, but like... Okay, we'll go, go. But when you're... When the ego has you constantly feeling like, I haven't posted. Um, you know, I'm not saying that's why the ego is why people post and have to be on social media. It's like, they're going to forget about me and I need to stay in their face and I need to, you know, that, that's a funny meme. I haven't posted that yet. And it's like, oh shit, what's up with my Snapchat? Fuck, uh, fell off on my TikTok. And it's yeah. like, and it's like, okay, who gives a shit? Like we were saying in, in the last RPT about caring too much, about, you know, not wanting to get burnt out on on anything mm-hmm. really not letting not becoming a one trick pony but um but definitely i'm like Psh, fuck social media like i don't even know what's in my twitter replies yeah i don't know what they're calling me what what's the new false narrative of this week what's the new accusation uh nothing i have no fucking idea how they trying to frame me right now <laughs> on twitter uh etc uh, i have been posting to the what did he said page like a lot of the political memes a lot and shit. more yeah so that's more of like the uh what do you call that like the uh stress valve what do you call it the stress valve that sounds no, good is that no like the steam release like what do you call that pressure yeah like pressure, pressure valve pressure release yeah like, on Probably a, like a little instant pot almost like man if you really gotta if you're really mad about what you know if you really need to bust a load a, a, a good political load you know up, <laughs> up, upload a meme but yeah, you know, everything from the ZMAs, mm-hmm. make sure you stocked up on your on your marijuana mm-hmm. and you're not giving a fuck. Have a good glass of wine. Yeah. What more do you need? And just give a less of a fuck. Yeah. Give less of a fuck. If you want the entire thing, you got to be a patron, man. Shout out to all the patrons. Head on over to patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales. We got all the bonuses, all exclusives, all the goodies, all the behind the scenes. See you there. Patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales sas traffic jams tailgating pile-ups oh the joys of driving how could it get worse the federal government wants to have a say in what you drive that's right the biden administration's epa is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today don't let washington become your backseat driver protect the freedom of driving your way Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute.